peoples of the worldwide federated internet. What is good? Welcome, welcome to the Thinking Out. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate everybody who takes the time out of their day to listen to me ramble on. So, I've been busy a lot with work, traveling a lot. I uh, haven't uploaded as much as I've wanted to, to this channel especially, even to my uh, daily uh, Bible podcast channel. I haven't uploaded as much as I've wanted to changing shifts a lot, traveling a lot, doing a bunch of things, trying to get more dedicated to uploading videos. And who knows in the near future, I might have more time to do that. A lot of us may have more time to do many things. I'm going to tell you, those of you listen to me, if you're not a believer, I understand that you might check out when I say things like this, but it is what it is. For those of you who don't believe the Bible, you might be believing a Bible really soon with the way things are going. You might you might start doing some internal looking and thinking to yourself, there's no explanation for what I see going on. And I have to somehow make sense of all of these things. And I don't know how to make sense of all of these things. And I'm telling you right now. If it was not for my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and my belief in the Bible, I would not be able to make heads or tails of what's going on right now. Now, I'm no end time salesman. I don't know when the end is coming. I don't know what's what as far as the exact time of the end times. But I'm telling you what, we definitely have a lot of strange things going on. So these mandates that are going on right now. I won't mention specific words because they're flagging. Now, think. let's think about this. For the past, uh, let's say four years ago, for, let, let's go back from the election of what was that, 2016 to uh, the election uh, last year. We heard all of this stuff about fascist, dictator, and all of these things about the government is evil, and we, that was the, that was a constant theme. It was the constant theme for four years. Now, all of a sudden, the same people who told me the government is evil. They're now telling me, I need you to do this thing that you don't want to do because the government told you to do it. Now, I don't know about you, but that doesn't make sense. And I've tried to make sense of that. And I cannot make sense of that. I, I cannot make that connection in my head where those two things go together because they don't. And I've tried. I've tried several times. I have never in my life. Now, I'm going to say this and I try not to attack any politician head on as far as name calling and things like that. Right. I, I try to be very factual in my disagreements with people. 
And what I'm about to say is really, it's, it is an opinion, but I believe it, it is an opinion based on very valid evidence. Joe Biden is not only the most incompetent president I have ever seen, more incompetent than most presidents I've read about, and might be the most incompetent president that might be up for debate. But on top of that, he is just an incompetent person from my every observation. I don't know how now, granted, we had a lot of things going on when he got elected. There was a lot going on with the current situation, which I'm not going to mention. My videos don't get much play anyway, but if you mention anything about this thing going on right now, your YouTube channel will get shut down, right? Deleted. So I'm not going to mention it, but, and that's just funny. You can't, you can't question something that a major corporation is putting out and that you are required to take from this major corporation pushed by different factions within the government. Isn't that interesting? Forcing you to do something you don't want to do. But again, Joe Biden may be the most incompetent politician, incompetent person, and definitely most incompetent president I've ever seen in my life. How you manage to have such turmoil within the first eight months of your pre presidency. Now you may say, yeah, but he inherited this. He inherited that. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give people that there are certain things you inherit as president. You can't really do anything about it is what it is. You have your starting point, but when your policies further dig that grave, nah, that's on you. I can't blame that on anybody else. I, I can give you a little bit of leeway for the things that he inherited, no doubt, but the graves that he's digging, he's digging himself. Now, this may be completely on purpose. I'm getting to the point where I'm, this might sound like a conspiracy theory. I think we're beyond that now. I think most people who see things going on, most people who would have viewed Alex Jones as the biggest conspiracy theorist on the planet, at this point, they're like, yo, this dude may have been right about almost everything. Yeah, he gets hyperbolic. Yeah, he says things that might be a little bit off the rails sometimes, but I think he's right about a lot more than he was wrong about. Let's put it that way. He seems to be one of the most accurate sources of information in our timeline right now, in my opinion. How many things does this dude have to be right about before we say, ah, yeah, he might not be so crazy. It seems like all of the people who we've labeled as crazy, who we've labeled as nutcases, they seem to be the people that actually know what's going on right now. And this is, this is, this is insane. When I tell you the things going on baffle me, they baffle me. But I think some of the things Joe Biden is doing might be on purpose. Could it be, is it impossible? Let me pose this to you. Is it impossible that politicians in Washington are compromised by foreign enemies? That's not impossible. 
And I know that sounds like the plot of every dystopian movie ever created. But you know, they say art imitates life. I'm, I'm of the opinion. There's a, there's a, a man by the name of Michael Savage. He's a, a radio talk show host. I started listening to Michael Savage after 9-11. It, it's it's funny. It's very interesting. I was when nine eleven happened. Let me go back. I'm pretty sure I was twenty two, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure I was twenty two, or just just turned twenty two. Was I? I can't think right now. Yeah, pretty pretty sure that's how old I was. Anyway, neither here nor there. I was in my early 20s. When 9-11 happened, I started listening to a lot of talk radio. I, I never, I never in my life listened to talk radio like that. I'd, I'd listen to certain radio programs that were more, I guess, talk centric more than music, but it wasn't a regular thing. It was a thing I would do in passing, but I was, mo I would mostly listen to music when I, when I would drive. After 9-11, I started listening to a lot of talk radio. Believe it or not, it started primarily with people like Rush Limbaugh. And I know some people don't like Rush Limbaugh. I get it. I, I understand. Um, I don't I never had a problem with him. Uh I thought his I thought his depiction of news was genuine. Not that he was always correct, but I thought it was genuine. He he fully stood behind what what he believed and he actually believed it. And he wasn't just selling an agenda. This is really what he believed at his core. It went from there to other talk show hosts. That's where I first learned about Herman Cain before he ran for president. And a lot of people don't even know that. Uh, people just weren't paying attention. Uh, Herman Cain actually ran on a campaign to get rid of the IRS and it is my opinion that both Republicans and Democrats publicly attacked this dude and ran a vicious campaign. And look, I don't know what he did or didn't do in his past, but this is this is the one thing I do say uh, about politicians. Now, I'm just I'm going to speak for myself. Everybody has a past. If if I'm going to tear everyone down for some anything and everything they did in their past, then none of us should ever run for any public office because we all have skeletons in our closet. Everybody has something that if that if it, it got out, it would be damaging. We all have that. So Herman Cain had some. um, What was it? I don't remember if it was exactly uh, sexual assault allegations. I think it was. Sexual harassment, I think is what it was. Allegations. Um, he, he, I, I, I can't remember what it's called. Forgive me. I just brain dumped. But anyway, he, you know, uh, settled. That's what it is. He settled with, with some of these women, right? He settled, make the case go away. Now, before in the past, as a younger man, I would look at things like that and I would go, why does he settle? That, that must mean he's guilty. Not so much. Not always. For many people who are rich and famous, if you make an allegation against them, that could damage their career forever if this thing drags out, even if it's untrue. And that's the problem we have today in our justice system. We have a, a, a criminal court, litigation court, and then we have the court of public opinion. 
Public opinion can destroy a person for life, whether the story be true or not. It's happened to many people. There's many people that have been accused of things, found innocent, but it's too late. The damage is already done. So when I when I look at that now and I look at men who set a lot of court, I'm like, that doesn't mean that this person is guilty, but this person might have more to lose by this thing dragging on. Now, personally, I don't know what I would do in a situation like that. Now, I can speak right now because I've never been in that situation. I would think that if it was me, I'm riding this case out, especially if I'm innocent, just because of how I think. But if I was in that situation, that might change. I might say to myself, you know what? Settle with this person out of court. Give him some money. Make him go away because I don't need this. I'm, I'm trying to move my career forward and this is going to stifle me. Anyway, Herman Cain was a, a, a radio talk show host, written books, CEO of many companies. Look into him. He was a very interesting guy. Uh, he passed away last year, I believe. But they 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 brutally murdered this dude in, in the public eye with these allegations, you know, rehashing a lot of these things, these women coming out of the woodworks. What's funny is Herman Cain was was leading in the primary. He was going to be the front runner against Barack Obama that second time around. And I think that scared the entire establishment, both Republicans and Democrats. I think it was both of them that got Herman Cain up out of here. He ran on getting rid of the IRS and he gained a lot of steam and a lot of popularity. And there was a lot of people behind him. And I believe that scared the establishment. Why did I go over all of that? Could it be that the political establishment is so afraid of the skeletons coming out of the closet that they would do whatever they could do within their power to make sure that those skeletons never see the light of day? I don't know how this thing all started. I don't know if Fauci had something to do with it. It looks like that's a huge possibility. All right. And and the only reason, the only reason I don't say things with with 100 percent assurance, I'm not an investigator. I don't know. But I can say all the circumstantial evidence points to Fauci and all his cronies had something to do with this, this situation that we have going on right now. Now, maybe it wasn't on purpose. Who knows? Maybe it was on purpose. And if it was, how far do you think these people would go to keep this thing covered up? Here's another thing. This is something that me and my youngest daughter were talking about earlier. What happened with the whole Jeffrey Epstein situation? This dude was connected to every world leader you can think of. This, you had the Clinton, the uh, Bill Clinton was on his island. Um, Actors and actresses were on his island, good friends with him. He died and all of a sudden this thing just went away. Now, I don't I, allegedly he committed suicide in a unit where they say it was almost impossible for someone to commit suicide where he was. I don't know. I've never been there. I can't say, but I can say that all this stuff does look suspicious. So what it makes me think is if I was in power. If I was a politician, 
and I had many skeletons in my closet, how far would I go to make sure these things never saw the light of day? I would probably be willing to subjugate the entire planet to keep these things from coming out. If it saved me from seeing the inside of a cell and not being able to continue my lavish life. Yeah, I absolutely, if I was in their position and was, and was completely given to wickedness. Yeah. I'd subjugate the whole planet and not think twice about it. Pro probably murder whoever would matter. It sounds far-fetched. It sounds far-fetched, far but this is what I, I dare anyone, I dare anyone with a working brain to look at everything that has happened from the ending of 2019 till now and tell me if any of this makes sense, any of it whatsoever. You walk into a restaurant, you have to have face covering. You sit down four feet from where you walked in. You can pull your face covering off, sit there and talk and have drinks. I underneath, I understand the need or the desire for safety, but I do not understand the necessity of mandates. You tell people what the risk is. Let them determine what risk they're comfortable with taking. But what we have now, I'm sure all of you have seen it already. The interview with Andrew Wiggins, right? NBA player plays for the Golden State Warriors after he took this thing that's being forced on people. One of the things he said that was very disturbing, he said, well, I guess I don't have, I guess. And the way he said it is what bothered me like this really, when I tell you this bothered me to my core got under my skin and it made me angry, not angry, like rage, angry, like I feel bad for him. And I wish there was something I could do. And what he said was, I guess we don't, I guess we don't own our own bodies. Yo, do you realize that 250 years ago, there was a group of people that was treated like cattle? Just like what he said, they did not own their own bodies. Is that what we're headed back to? Let me ask you this. So if the government can tell you, take this thing, where does that stop? If you have no control over what goes into your own body, where does that stop? And my answer to you is it doesn't. This is what I've determined. This may bring me financial ruin, much turmoil. Th this may, this may, this may be the thing that drives me nuts. I don't know. I, I, the one thing I can tell you is I trust God. And, and when I say I trust God, and I've said this before, that doesn't mean that I believe everything will always work out and, and, you know, be unicorns and rainbows. That's not what I think. What I, what I mean is I trust God, even that if things get bad, God is working something and he knows better than me, but this is the determination that I've made. I know a lot of people and I may do it. 
I'm, I'm not against filing for a religious exemption for what's going on, but I don't even think that's the fix. I, this is what I think the real fix is. I think the fix is everyone who doesn't want this thing just standing your ground and saying no. Because the real issue, let's say, let's say your religious exemption is approved. Does it not bother you that there's people that will be forced to, to do this thing they don't want to do? That bothers me. And that, that makes me actually more obstinate. That, that makes me say, you know what? Nah, screw this whole thing. I'm not doing it because I don't have to. I don't have to have a religious exemption in, in order to get out of the government forcing me to take something. I don't need a religious exemption for that. That's why we have a U.S. Constitution. I do have freedom and I do have liberty. And I think more people need to wake up to this. I was watching a, I was watching a show, a podcast. People don't realize how much power they have as a collective because so many people are used to this idea that the government is all powerful. The government is not God. Government is not all powerful and the government is not benevolent and the government is not all knowing. If everyone right now who did not want to do this thing just simply said no, what are they going to do? I'm talking about everyone right now who doesn't have it. If we all just said, you know what? No, nah, I don't care what you say. I'm not doing it. Y'all have to figure something out. But anyway, I was watching this podcast and there was a, a, a man who sent a super chat. If you've never watched YouTube, you're not familiar with super chats. You, you, you donate some money to the podcast. You submit a question. The, the YouTuber as they're live streaming, they'll read your question. So his is, it wasn't really a question. It was a statement. He said his company of 6,000 people came down with the mandate and they had a cutoff date. The cutoff date came. There was 3,000 people that said, we are walking. What do you think the company did? The company backed down because they didn't have a choice. They can't lose 3,000 people. You can't, if you have a company of 6,000 people and 3,000 decide to walk like that, doesn't continue, doesn't pass go. Do not collect $200. This is what we all need to understand. If everyone who doesn't want this thing just simply says no, we're not doing it. We don't care how much pressure you apply. We don't care what you say we can or can't do. We're not. Because we're not slaves. We are not subjects. We are citizens of the United States of America, the last standing free country on earth, or is it? Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.